right, and welcome to another episode of Tired as a Mother. Today, our episode is about forgiveness. The episode title is, Do I Have to Forgive Them, God? I think that right now, forgiveness is super important. Um, <laughs> I have been struggling with forgiveness myself in my life. I have, especially, you know, here recently. Um, I feel like forgiveness is important for us to move on. Um, today, I do have my co-pilot, my girl, my right hand, and the left one, Miss Cherie, with us today. Hey. Hello, hello. We did have Miss Zane. That's gonna, She's going to join us a little bit later. Um, again, we are all mothers, and mother things come up, and we are not available when we say or want to be available, but that's completely fine. Um, again, today's episode is about forgiveness. Um, it is also a special episode because we are doing this Facebook lifestyle. So I do have my other mommy friends with us today. Um, we're going to talk about forgiveness. We're going to have their input, their comments, and we're just going to do what we do best and that's talk it out. Um, so again, for me, forgiveness. Um, of course, you know, in the Bible, it says what we're supposed to give, forgive 70 times seven. I believe that's what it was. I looked it up, y'all, 70 times 7. It's in the Bible. Don't ask me about the Bible verse right now. I'm so sorry. I don't have that, but I do believe it is 70 times 7. So if we forgive 70 times 7, that equals to about, I did the math, y'all. Hold on. <laughs> I really did the math. If we forgive this is ridiculous. 70 times 7, that is 491. Absolutely. 491 times. So when I was talking to my mom about this episode, I was like, so what happens to the 492nd time? What happens? Like God said, we are supposed to give, forgive 70 times seven. But what happens when we've run out of forgiveness? And to me, that represents 400. And nine, the four hundred and ninety second time. But should it even get to that point? Should it even get to that point? Exactly. Thank you, KD. So that is what Matthew eighteen. I was right. Okay. Yeah. So number one. Okay. Hey Tempest. Um. Number one. Should it even get to that point? Should we? Okay, so let me, so Sharif found the, the, the Bible verse and it says, Jesus says we should forgive someone 70 times seven in response to a question from Peter, but about how many times to forgive a brother who sins against him. Peter asks if forgiving seven times is appropriate and Jesus responds, not seven times, but 70 times seven. Oh, he added on more. Okay, so <laughs> not just seven times. We are supposed to forgive 70 times seven. Now, when we have put that in our lives, again, we're not just talking as mothers right now. We're talking as women, humans, people, okay? How many times am I supposed to say, it's okay, I forgive you? But... I don't think that's as a whole. I think that's for the same person. And if that same person keep taking you there and taking exactly. you there, 
How many, when do you cut it off? <laughs> right. Thank you. So my God, mom says that for the same brother, oh, okay. no. I believe that is for the same brother, oh. 70 times seven. So that's 491 times. Okay. Times all the people you have in your life. Well, God is working on me. <laughs> brother not going to get there. Okay. So. <laughs> And Katie says, forgiveness doesn't mean reconnection. And that's absolutely right. So personal experience, um, I always felt like just because we say sorry, we supposed to be but, back in cahoots. But sometimes you know what I'm saying? people don't say sorry because they're really sorry. Sometimes people say they're sorry to save face or if they got caught up into something or because so, they think that's what they're supposed to do. So basically, we're saying, you're saying. It's practice. It's, it's practice. Is that sorry really genuine? Denisha. What does that say? Sometimes that sorry. Exactly. <laughs> that sorry is not genuine. Um. Again, I have dealt with. Forgiving, 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 forgiving. Oh, even in my relationships. Oh, sorry guys. In in my relationships, I I forgave and oh did we mute? Did we move the mute? Technical difficulties. Can any can you guys hear me? No. Oh, yes, there we go. What's happening? Oh, here we go. Okay, I'm so sorry, guys. Um, again, this is real life. Even on the podcast, this is going to be there. There's no editing. There's no nothing. This is real life. Um, but like I was saying, in my relationships, and those who know me know, I am not necessarily the get back queen in a bad way, but like, oh, I'm sorry. Let's get back together. Uh, that type of get back queen. Yeah. And moving forward in my life, it's a no. And to bring our children into this, okay, it's okay for us to forgive, but at some point we got to move on. Right. You know? Um, so just touching on, and I believe I saw a really good comment a second ago. Um, Asha says, forgiveness doesn't mean you have to keep dealing with that same person. Mm -hmm. you, for, you can forgive them and move on with the boundaries Whatever the boundaries are. Mm -hmm. Right. And like Tanisha just said, forgive them and let it go. Let them go. Let the situation go. Stop dwelling on it. And for those who also know me, I'm a church kid. Let go and let God yeah. <laughs> at this point. Yeah. And that ties into KD's comment too. Um, forgiveness does not mean reconnection. Exactly. Exactly. And a lot of the times when you... Say you forgive somebody, I'll speak for me. Um, if I say I forgive you, I'm somebody that is just like, okay, it happened. Let me move on. But I, I'm just somebody that's just not going to forget. Right. I don't forget. And um, if I don't feel the sincerity there, I try to... Leave that up to God because if I go based on how I feel, then I may be misjudging your apology mm -hmm. because 
I might be in the moment. <laughs> right. And I might not feel like what you're saying is genuine when deep down inside, you know, you really may be genuine about what you're saying. So I just leave that part up to God. But that whole reconnection thing, that would be definitely something that I would have to sleep on 70 times 7 because <laughs> when you do things to me, I really do take it personal because I'm somebody that is not out to hurt anybody or do anything to wrong anybody. Not to say that it can't happen because you can do it and it be unintentional sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because you can't tell a person how to feel or what it's going to make them feel like. So, y'all, forgiveness is a, woo. Right. God uh, working on me. Okay. <laughs> Let's just say well, that. We just said the other day, we are Christians. Oh, I'm spitting. We are Christians, but we grew up on the south side of Christianity, okay? We ain't quite crossed the tracks all the okay. way. But we've got a, a couple of few points. Um, You guys are really, re- I knew this topic was going to be huge, but, um. You guys are definitely pouring in the comments. So, um, Ivor said that forgiveness is healing for you, not for them. And that is absolutely true. Yes, girl, the South Side. I think that can go both ways, though. Absolutely. That yeah. That's very true. Whitney says, I think you also have to ask if the forgiveness is genuine, too. Or are you just going... Are you just doing it because you're supposed to? Mm-hmm. And that also brings up a question for me not necessarily a question, but a point that we talked about the other night personally is that sometimes closure is no closure at all. Mm. Um, so I guess we have to ask ourselves, is, is it really that important to us to really know if that apology is genuine or if the apology is even needed or if the apology is even needed, honestly, you can apologize I'm sorry. I'm just you know how I feel about this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, they can apologize and they cannot apologize. Yeah. I mean, again, in my personal life, this is why this episode is, is so important to me. In my personal life, someone very close to me wronged me, like, close, close to me. And to this day, I still have not gotten an apology for it. And we move on with our lives every day. We talk every day. You know, we're involved in each other's lives every day. And I never got an apology. So Mm -hmm. sometimes we have to forgive even without the apology. Yeah, I've had to do that. And um, it's crazy because I say I forgive. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering, is my forgiveness really genuine or am I sincere about my forgiveness right to the people that hurt me um because when I think about it I am so easily angered mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean so easily. it's like did you really did I really forgive them forgive them yes or am I saying that just in case I die tonight and I don't want to go to hell for that <laughs> right so I'm just you know I really struggle with that, but I know in my heart I want to forgive because, like I said, it easily angers me, and I have enough on my plate, and I just don't want that little bit to be the reason that it takes me over, Mm -hmm. and someone else, you know, gets what, you know, I feel that somebody else should have got, but... You know, I I struggle with that, but I do know and I understand that forgiveness is just not 
because it's pleasing in God's sight or that is what I'm supposed to do as a Christian. Mm -hmm. But it is a healing for yourself. Absolutely. That's very true. Um, Simone brought up a, a, a good point. Um, she says, I'm big on the character in a person. I can forgive, but I'll always deal with you according to the boundaries that the situation has set, which, and I'm going to read the rest of that in a second, but that is something that I definitely struggle with mm. is dealing with somebody according to the boundaries that are set because I never really set boundaries. Mm -hmm. And that's that. And I can admit that wholeheartedly. I never really learned how to appropriately set boundaries for myself. So then she says, I may really like you and wish we could be closer, but I'll always have to keep in mind who you show yourself to be. If they show you who they are the first time, <laughs> believe them. And I'm telling myself that. Mm, see, oh, I'm going to say this. Um, to Simone, mm -hmm. if you have to constantly worry about who they are or who they're going to be to you, it's best to go ahead and just cut it out. It don't even matter how close you wish they were or how close you wanted to be with them. If you got to worry in the back of their mind, if they're going to wrong you or if they're going to do something that you don't like, then you might as well go ahead and cut that. Right. Absolutely. Because that that is not even a good bond, a friendship, whatever situation ship, whatever. Relationship. Mm -hmm. That is not that's not good. I um I literally just said in a text message a couple days ago that well, yeah, a couple days ago <coughs> that I don't want to feel like I have to always wonder if my next move mm. is going to offend you piss you off, make you angry, or upset you. That's no way to live. Mm -hmm. That's no way to live. I'm going to read this one last comment that Asha made. Um, the, we are seeing some really good stuff on here. But Asha says, uh, many times we are angry with someone and holding grudges, and it, make, and it is making us sick, and the other person is going on with life. Mm -hmm. We have to make a decision to move forward, even if you don't get the apology. Yeah. I agree with that 100% because <laughs> we're sitting here mad, trying to figure out what went wrong, what could have went differently. Again, making ourselves sick. I know when I get really nervous and upset, my stomach get to hurting. I can't really sleep. I get real antsy and shaking. I ain't shaking. gonna never miss no sleep. But I'm, well... <laughs> That's that's woo Lord. I love my sleep too, but you know, like you know how when your mind doesn't fully rest, yeah, you can sleep, but you don't rest. Okay, I don't. I can sleep, <laughs> but everybody has different levels right. to, you know, hurt and different things. I me, mean, first of all, I love my sleep. I'm just not gonna lose my sleep. If I lose out on sleep, guess what, baby? You have really gotten to me. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's really deep. And just know you really hurt me if I lose my sleep. Right. <laughs> now, one thing that Iris just said, which is going to actually segue us into the next part that I want to jump into. Because, again, now we're thinking as mothers. Mm -hmm. Not just women. Not just humans. 
not just people, but as mothers. Her comment says, it is easier said than done, honestly, for me to forgive, especially if your child is involved. Please go on with that comment. <laughs> so, whoa. I don't know, though. And I'm not saying that it's not easy for me to forgive when my child is involved. But mm. if my child is wronged in the situation, I don't know if it's that easy for me to forgive. But on the other side, we might have to be easy to forgive for the child's sake. Okay. And that's the part. That's what I really want to touch on. Mm. I wanted to open up with us talking about forgiveness, but I really want us to focus on that right there. The struggles of teaching forgiveness, Mm. leading by example, when we struggle to forgive ourselves. What you got, co-pilot? Mm. okay so um transparent moment here i have actually experienced this um with close family members Mm -hmm. and my child one of my children were involved and it hurt me because my child is innocent and my child loves these people like no other. He has no earthly idea that these people have wronged him. Right. And I think that's what hurts me the most is because he's so innocent and he's so pure and genuine to these people. And they literally have hurt him, wronged him, done him wrong to the utmost and he has no idea and mostly by words words <laughs> words mm-hmm. and um some action but words mainly mm-hmm. and here it is i'm his mama and my thing is as bad as i want to tell them you know if them people <laughs> you don't need them let them go I'm still in the back of my mind trying to forgive them, but I'm also teaching him, you love them no matter what. If you want to talk to them, talk to them. If you want to love on them, love on them. Even when I know in the back of my mind what they've done to him, but he doesn't know. Right. Yet. But he doesn't know. (laughs) He doesn't know and he does not understand. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to children being involved, It is very hard. Mm -hmm. It is very, very hard. But the Christian me, because I got a Christian side and a gangster side. So (laughs) the Christian me wants to say, it is what it is. I'm moving forward. I'm forgiving. I'm letting go. I'm not going to push this negativity off onto my child and even let him know what has been said or what has been done to him is not it's not even worth it and i want to keep him as pure and genuine and loving as long as i can because he's gonna become a teenager and i know that's gonna change (laughs) right (laughs) but i don't want him to grow up with hatred in his heart based off of my feelings Absolutely. And that kind of is the same way with me too. Um, everyone who knows my child, and I touched on this yesterday, 
She has the biggest heart. She is the most forgiving person um, that I know. You guys, I am so sorry. Um, she is one of the forgiving, one of the most forgiving people that I know. And I, um, I'm, I really struggle <laughs> because in my head, I'm like, nah, we not forgiving them. Nah, we not talking to them no more. But how can we like raise our children and trying to teach them right from wrong but not teach them about forgiveness, even though that's not exactly how we feel. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's very, it's very, very hard. Very hard. It's Absolutely. Very hard because like I said, I have two sides. Right. <laughs> Katie said, ask for forgiveness later. Um, right. Or not. That happens. Right. Now, um, <laughs> somebody made... Um, a, a a very good point. I gotta go find it. I'm so sorry. Absolutely, KD. Straight um, to hell. Behind the pit, them. The pits. Behind my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot find it now. Uh, gosh, there's so many good comments. I'm trying to keep up with them all, but I saw one. Um, Jamisha said mm-hmm. they will always see for themselves, and that is very true. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like. For me, I want to push her. Like, see it now. <laughs> yeah. See it now. Um, and a lot of it has to do with her relationship mm-hmm. with her father. And that's just being completely honest. Um, but you don't want her hurt. I don't want her hurt. And that's the thing. I, I want to protect her so much from this hurt. But at the same time, I know that we have to forgive to move past things. But like Cherie also mentioned, there are so many things that have, that are done that she don't even know about that she does not realize is wrong. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's kind of where you want to keep her as a child, right? Keep her in a child's place. However, when she grows, she will see it for herself. Absolutely. Like, um, my dad, um, you can't tell me nothing bad about my dad. Don't even try to tell me nothing bad about him. Um, because it doesn't never work out for the person that tries. Um, right. <laughs> and, um, my mom, when when I was growing up, she was a single mom. And I, I cannot remember a time where she ever um, spoke bad about my dad. Um I didn't know for a huge part of my life that he really wasn't as active as he should have been as a father. And my mom never spoke bad about him. But as I grew older, um, I saw for myself that um, it was not right. So she allowed me to um, develop my own feelings about how you know he was a part of my life so i think that children should always be able to um express or develop their own feelings about certain situations We're having issues over here. Um, so anyway, 
I kind of missed a little bit of that, and I do apologize about that. Um, oh, we were still touching on allowing the child to develop their own feelings. Right. Mm-hmm. And again, that kind of goes mm-hmm. back to that forgiveness part. You know, like we we want things done in our time. And I feel like we have to forgive even when we don't want to forgive to really effectively help our children move forward. I don't know. Does anybody else agree with that? Disagree? I agree with that. However, um, that is a struggle for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I will not put my feelings onto my children. Mm -hmm. Because if I did, they wouldn't like a lot of folk. (laughs) Right. For real. I agree. Um, they wouldn't like, they wouldn't like a lot of people and, um, they would really be just hard to deal with. Yeah. If I put my grown adult feelings off on them, um, because I'm a bit much. (laughs) But you know, when it comes to summer, the one thing that I will say, that girl gonna ride for her mama. Okay. She's going to ride for her mama, and um, if if she feels her mama's energy shifts, mm-hmm. she shifts it. But she still has a pure heart. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. but I still want to like you. Mm-hmm. I still want to talk to you. But if my mama don't deal with you, I'm not dealing with you. <laughs> you know? And so I don't, I love that about her mm-hmm. because if anything happened, well, she's not going to fight for me. But she <laughs> We did the TikTok challenge, y'all. She's not going to fight for me, okay? But she's going to ride for her mama, you know? And so that is, I love that about her. And I love that genuine side of her. But Mm. I kind of also feel that there's a disconnect between us because whereas she's feeling a certain type of way and she wants to reach out to, you know, people. Mm -hmm. She doesn't really want to tell me because I feel like she thinks that I'm going to be upset with her. Right. So, um, that's hard. What's her sign? Um, Summer is a Virgo. September what? First. Oh, Lord. She's a Virgo. Yep, she is. She's a Virgo. She's a September Virgo. Ooh. (laughs) Oh, wait. I think, oh, she might have been talking to another mom, but that's fine. Um, but yeah, so again, kind of to, to bring it full circle, the, the forgiveness. So I guess my next question is right. Mm -hmm. How do we teach our children to properly forgive if they don't necessarily see us doing that? Well, I haven't mastered that. Um, I have not got my Girl I Scout haven't badge. Even got, I haven't even got um, beginner's badge. Um, you just signed up for the class. You ain't. I yet. just signed up for the class. <laughs> However, I do. Um, I do try to instill forgiveness um, in my kids, but um, when I say. There's only one, I have one child that I know for a fact that will forgive you with nothing. Mm -hmm. And that's my middle child, Ace, the one that was so wrong. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He forgives like no other. 
Um, he does not see any wrong, and I guess that's because he is a child. Mm-hmm. But um, I try to teach him to forgive and still love, and I'm really working on Aiden because um, he's a different breed. <laughs> um, he's a lot like me. Um, when he gets wrong, if it even makes him cry just a little bit, mm-hmm. he's done. And it's kind of like talking to a brick wall right. when you try to get him out of that headspace. Now, my four-year-old, oh, absolutely. I grew up with her. Yeah. That, that child is this mom, okay? That's her. <laughs> but but she's been delivered. Yes. And that's what we love Because about I cry now. We're not going to talk about I it. I sob and cry. <laughs> right, right. And I go into a hole. Not depression, but a hole. And I have to stay there because I know what I'm capable of mm-hmm. when I'm outside of myself. Right. So I try to, you know, like you said, teach forgiveness. Um, and how do we teach it when we haven't mastered it ourselves? Right, but, you, but it's like we grew up knowing that you have to forgive, okay? You have to say sorry. You have to forgive. But now that we're adults and we really like, I don't got to look do at that. it. And I'm just like, <laughs> I could do it in my time, right? Yeah. But then you like, but but then it's like your children. But that also comes from breaking those cycles. Mm-hmm. Okay, I truly believe yes, we should forgive. Mm-hmm. But what I need to add to that, right, is oh. the. Fr- I know we're getting a whole bunch of comments. Oh, that's a good one. Um, what, uh, this one? Uh-huh. Yeah, we gonna, Roberta, we coming, Roberta, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're gonna come back to you. But adding the two, right? Teaching that, yes, it's absolutely fine to forgive. Mm-hmm. Forgive, please do that. But that doesn't mean we have to keep tolerating the same behavior. Absolutely. Over and over and over and over again. We have That's to break that cycle. That's where I was coming from with the whole forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Because... I understand that you 70 times seven, but realistically, okay, <laughs> we know what Jesus outside said. <laughs> of the word. And I mean, the word is our blueprint. However, outside of the word, are we really going to allow somebody to keep having to seek that forgiveness from us? However, I know Jesus got to keep forgiving me because I asked him like every day. I think Jesus is way past, but the we ain't Jesus. <laughs> Right, right. I like to say, <laughs> seriously, yes, God gave us the word. It is the roadmap to our lives. Okay? Not but he me. also gave us common sense. Period. He did not some say. Some of us. Some of us. Mm. You're right. <laughs> he did not say, <laughs> keep forgiving that person and allow them to keep treating you like crap. No. He No. That's, no. That is not, that's unacceptable. Mm. Unacceptable. So, um, Roberta says, I think one step would be teaching communication skills. If we're able to talk about our feelings in the situation and can figure out the next steps. Mm-hmm. And that's true. Com- I'm not the best communicator when it comes to my child. And, and I'm not saying I don't talk to her. I'm not saying we don't communicate, but we both are very passionate people. 
We are. Y'all the same. We the same person. So but that's kind of hard. It is. It is. It's like you're talking to your younger you. Right. Yeah. And But that's a very good statement. It is talking to the younger me. So now I have to learn how to take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Tell the younger me what way to not go you know what i'm saying and how to do things a little bit different and me and my godmom talked about this the other night and she was saying you know her and my mom spend a lot of time telling me their experiences and what happened when they went through it Mm -hmm. but i'm very bullheaded sometimes you're you i'm me and i accept this about myself okay (laughs) If there are support groups out there, please let me know. But <laughs> I don't like to listen. and But I have to because now I have somebody under me who I need to listen to me. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm trying to control her life. Not because I'm trying to tell her what to do. Mm-hmm. But because like... You here, the load. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that goes back to... Um, the communication Ber- um, is it Berte? Roberte. Roberte's mm-hmm. um comment, and like you said, the generational mm-hmm. um curse breaking and all of that. I grew up in a home where we didn't talk. Whatever my mom said, <laughs> whatever went, my mama right. said went, and I really spent a lot of time writing feelings in a journal. Or um, screaming in my pillow. Because if she heard me, it was on. Or come to school and tell me about or it. Or come to school and tell Alicia. <laughs> or Misha. Um, a right. lot. Misha's like my human diary, literally. Um, but yeah. So I have to work on that because it was instilled in me that what I said goes. I'm the adult. I don't have to have a conversation with you. Mm-hmm. I said what I said. This how it's going to go. And I have to get out of that too. So definitely, um, I'm working on it. Right. Because I'm definitely not like my mom. I'm not as stern as she is. I wish I was, but I'm not. Um, mm, I I'm have to. <laughs> I'm mm. really not. <laughs> right. I'm really not. When we think about... What our kids get away with. Mm-hmm. And then we talk junk to our parents. Because we like, what happened? <laughs> but here I am, not disciplining my child. Right. Like I'm supposed to, you know? So, um, one thing that my godmom, Miss Juanita Cook, said. Kids are natural forgivers. Mm-hmm. It's always good to let a child develop. I'm sorry. Develop a safe space to share feelings with someone outside of the relationship. That genuinely cares about them and their mom. Because they will definitely protect their parents. And my godmom, she knows a lot about this. And she's definitely been a safe place for my child. Um, If we exemplify right from wrong in front of our children, they will pick up quickly on what's going on. Kids are smart. And that is very true. Um, But what if my kids is doing the opposite? Maybe I am wrong. Because them children be doing some stuff that ain't right. All, All babies is different, though. They, they all, they, they, they different, Mm -hmm. but, but that is absolutely true. And I am not ashamed to say that I, I have my child in therapy 
Um, in the seven years that she's been alive, wrong nothing wrong. If I had therapy back then, okay, I didn't give y'all a thumbs up. <laughs> but I do have her in therapy now, and we literally had the therapist hop. I went from one therapist to another one. The first therapist, no go. She was not it. We literally have to advocate for our children when it comes to mental health. And that is definitely another topic of discussion that we will be talking about soon, another episode. But anyway, um, so with the with her being in therapy and me working on my own individual therapy, I am trying to learn how to effectively communicate with my child. And then when the fa- family therapy sessions come about, um, you know, we will work together. But again, you know, to kind of jump back on the subject of forgiveness, <laughs> children are natural forgivers. Yeah. And again, I feel like we've said this before. Part of us wants to say, no, <laughs> no. But it's not really the forgiveness that we have an issue with. It's the forgiveness in the after. And what I mean by that is it's the forgiveness and then what happens to What's the relationship next? after, right? Right. Are, we, are you going to continue to allow this same behavior to continue to happen? Mm-hmm. Or are we going to forgive and set boundaries? Mm-hmm. And at 34 years old, I am now really understanding and realizing how important boundaries are. Yolanda said that her 21-year-old was in therapy at five years old because I needed him to forgive me. When I separated from his dad, that's, that's tough. And that is definitely something that my daughter, I don't know how she feels about that 100%, but, um, that is something that, that has happened in our family as well. Um, it took time, but he was upset for a while. The kids don't understand when parents split up. Mm -hmm. I get it. I don't even really know how my daughter feels about that. Yeah. I'm, and and it's like, are you scared to ask her? I'm scared to ask her. But that, but to jump to a whole nother side of forgiveness, mm-hmm. our kids forgiving us when we've wronged them. I don't wrong my children. In their eyes, though. Look, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> In their eyes, our kids forgiving us when we've wronged them in their eyes. And even though it might be for their good, mm-hmm. but how do they know that? You know, like, how do they really fully understand, like, prime example. Yeah. I took my daughter's cell phone because she couldn't keep her hands up to herself. Sis was mad at me. She She couldn't keep her hands to herself when, though? After school, remember? What did the person do to her? Um, We're not doing that. Because at the end of the day, two two wrongs don't make a right. But it's always another side to the story. That's absolutely true. That baby didn't just jump on somebody. My, my, she does want to make me happy, G Mom, and that's absolutely right. She does, mm-hmm. and sometimes there can be that upsetness, right? And we don't even really know how they really feel because what if she doesn't feel comfortable enough telling me that? Absolutely, you know. And even if it's the smallest things, like I notice sometimes, um, ooh, Tiffany, that's a good one. Ace, and I and I refer to Ace so much because. Ace is really me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he is very vocal about his feelings. Right. <laughs> very vocal. And he will come to me and he'll say, um, like if I yell at him, it's small to him, but it hurt his feelings. And he want me to say I'm sorry. But I feel <laughs> like me as the mom, when I did yell at you, it was for a very good, good reason. reason. Yeah. And it goes back to my upbringing. I said what I said. And I don't have to explain my right. actions to you. Right, but right, right. deep down, he really did need that explanation as to why I yelled at him. Because a lot of times I don't yell at him. So why are you yelling at me? Right now. And now I feel some type of way towards you because you, you raised yelled your at, voice me. at me. Right. Right. Absolutely right. So I, I got to work. Girl, I got a lot of stuff to work on. <laughs> Right, so two two really good points. Um, I know that there's a lot coming in. Tiffany, I'm going to come back to yours, but right before yours was Whitney's, and it says, why can't we forgive more like children? Why can't we forgive, set any boundaries and protections, and keep pushing like children? We'd be less stressed. Amen. Okay. <laughs> forgive, set the boundary, move on with your life. But we, But it's not that easy for us. And I, and I think that a lot of the time... Some of us. Some of us. Because right. I know some folk that can do it and don't care. <laughs> and it don't matter. Like, just, okay, whatever. And what's crazy is, is that I pretend to be that way. And mm-hmm. that's that's a struggle of mine. Mm-hmm. Oh, it don't bother me. And I be in because here... Because that's how you really want to be. So you're geeking yourself up to make yourself believe mm-hmm. this is who I am. But really deep down on the you know, inside, like they always really say, not. Right. Like they always say, like, if you tell yourself enough, It'll, you start to believe yeah, it. Yeah. And that's kind of what it is. So for me, um, I'm sorry, y'all don't know this bitch. <laughs> um, so for me, I always keep telling myself, yeah, you know, whatever. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I don't be good. Y'all know that. That's me. I don't be good. That's me. Um, I have always been a stress eater. So when I know my snack and them picked up, I ain't good. Mm-hmm. It ain't good. Um, but we we gonna try to be. And so when I say this, please do not attack me for us Christians in the room. You know how they always say we gonna be more Christ like. I'm trying to be more childlike. Like mm-hmm. let's forgive, set these boundaries, and move on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I really believe that 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 will we will be a lot. But you know what's crazy? The children now, um, children now are a lot different mm-hmm. than our. If you think back when you were a child, or when we were children, mm-hmm. they are a lot more emotional than we were. And I, I was very emotional. And I yes. <laughs> okay. Now Hold it's on. me. Um, <laughs> but I think that when we were children the way our parents raised us we were taught to suppress a lot because we did not have that outlet and to we talk. didn't have that outlet to right. talk and i think that we were taught oh crime makes you a baby or you're not supposed to be crying you ain't mm-hmm. no baby or let me give you something to cry <laughs> for so <laughs> when you wanted to cry that's gonna be a shirt y'all <laughs> When you wanted to cry, you did it because you felt that it would be a punishment to Mm -hmm. cry. I see now, kids, they cry all the time. Like my son, he's he's an emotional being. Mm -hmm. My middle child, he's very emotional. He cries at the drop of a dime. Don't know why, but he tough as nails. 
but he cries right. at a drop of a dime. Um, and I think that, you know, we have to look at our children, like you were saying, treat them how we want it to mm-hmm. be treated mm-hmm. as children. Um, and I don't even know if I really wanted to be treated like that. Right. Because I didn't know about it. Right. Right. So, um, I think that communication is definitely something that, um, can be, um, tied into forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Um, and how to properly forgive. Even as an adult, I have to learn how to properly forgive because I know sometimes, um, this even goes with my husband. If mm-hmm. I tell him I forgive him for something, he's got some stipulations with it. <laughs> I forgive you, but uh, but uh, <laughs> I'm gonna need this fifty dollars <laughs> tomorrow. My nail is broke. Oh okay. my nail! Uh, <laughs> oh, I need these brows waxed. Right. Something. So I have to learn how to forgive properly with no attachments. Right. Absolutely. No conditions. If I forgive you, it's, 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 it's straight up. I forgive you. Yeah. Gotta work on that. You ain't by yourself. That's another one. You are not by yourself. Um, <coughs> So, excuse me. <coughs> so, a lot of the stuff that we are talking about now is actually going to be another episode called um, My Feels Are Valid Too. And th- it's an episode about how we go about recognizing how we make our children feel and them kind of putting us in a place like, I got feelings too, mommy. It's not just you. And you do know? that make you feel bad? It makes you that? feel little, mm-hmm. like this big. I just so, made this little child feel <laughs> some type of way, even though I'm the parent. Right, exactly. But again, that kind of goes back to breaking those generational curses. So we're not going to jump into it anymore tonight, but y'all stay tuned. And that actually might be real soon because it really touches on kind of what we are talking about now is that forgiveness and our children forgiving us and we forgiving our children sometimes because there are times where our children hurt us and they don't really understand that. But Tiffany, um, I wanted to to touch on this that you said. That's why I'm a firm believer. You got to pray for your kids and who they are around some people hate you because you're blessed. Hmm. And we just gonna let that sit. We're gonna let that sit. I we we just gonna let it I sit. I definitely have to pray with my um kids mm-hmm. um a lot more. Um as a tired mother. Okay. <laughs> um and I'll use I have a I have a platform now that I can put this on. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> right. As Hello. a tired mother, um, I legit have to um, prioritize and make praying with my kids um, definitely a, a top priority mm-hmm. um, because I pray for them, and that's good, and that'll keep them, but I need to pray with, with them. them. It's very important for us, and that's exactly it for me. Um, so the day after Summer got in trouble, I um, I literally was like, no, nah, sis, we talking about this before you get out of this car. We're going to have a good day. Mm-hmm. I prayed with her. I prayed over her. I covered her. 
I pray for my child and cover her all the time. Like when mm-hmm. that bus left left me this morning, <laughs> it took everything in me not to call the school to make sure she made it safe. But you know what I'm saying. So it it's important for us to pray for our children and cover our children. But it is also super important, especially if this is important to you. We're not pushing religion or anything on anybody. But this, if it is important to you to pray for your children, it's also it should be as equally as important to pray with them. And that's something that I struggle with. Well, not struggle, but something I'm trying to incorporate mm-hmm. into our lives, too. Mm-hmm. That few minutes that we're waiting for the bus when I'm not running behind mm-hmm. <laughs> is a perfect time for us to spend that quality time together, talk it out, Absolutely. pray about it, send her on to school. Yeah. Even um, the nighttime prayers. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like, um, you know, I had did my my job as a mother mm-hmm. when I taught them to now I lay me down to sleep. Right. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. And, you know, thanking them for their family and all of the above. I thought that's all, you know, that's all good. That's what I was taught. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure y'all say y'all prayers and go to bed. No. I have to get down there with them. And I got to make sure we praying together. And, and in my house, make sure we don't want to court when we praying. Right. <laughs> make sure we praying about the same things. Not even, not, it ain't even got to be the same thing, but I got to make sure they're talking to who we worship. Right, exactly. Because kids get introduced to a lot of things um, nowadays. So, yeah, I, I it's definitely got to be a priority with making sure I pray with my kids more. Absolutely. Um, actually, I'm just reading some of these comments. <laughs> so Asha had made a comment about um, when kids say you hurt my feelings. Um, she said, wow, I know I would have never said that to my mother. They are a lot more emotionally aware of things. And that's absolutely right. But in my adult years, I have learned it's perfectly fine to tell my mother she hurt my feelings. I, and, and honestly, that comes with the communication. It's a way that you deliver it. I'm not going to walk up to her and be like, I know you're not, bro. <laughs> you hurt my feelings. <laughs> But seriously, like, and it goes along with setting boundaries. Now, everyone knows me and my mom are super close. I'm very close to my parents, Mm -hmm. to both of them. Um, But my mom and I bump heads a lot. Well, me and my dad, too. Because I'm literally like both of them. I am. I really am. Um, And there, there has come a time now in my life where I let them know, look, I'm sorry, but I can't get down with that. You know, because I am an adult. I have my own child, and if I am trying to teach my child about setting those boundaries and communicating her feelings, now, I'm not saying allow your children to walk up to you and and be disrespectful, Mm -hmm. or will I ever be disrespectful to my parents, because it's a way that you go about it in the delivery. You better make sure your papa's the pay. Not your papa's the pay. You think they're going to take me out? Well, I ain't been taken out yet. And we have bumped heads, but I also can say that my parents are starting to understand mm-hmm. and respect my that's boundaries. And, that, and that you're an adult, too. And that I'm an adult, you yeah. know. So, um, I will tell them all the time, I'll be am bit of harm. Not an am bit. Am bit. <laughs> okay, that's that, that southern coming out of me. I'll be am bit of harm. If there's something here that is done that you don't like, I'm glad you came to visit. I will see you next time. You're so brave. 
But no, but seriously though, because I don't, so here, toxic relationship, when I moved here, all that stuff, I, now that that's done, it's peaceful. That you, when you came in here, mm-hmm. how peaceful was it in the, in this house? It's me and Summer in here all the time. And I'm <coughs> very, very careful <coughs> about mm-hmm. who I let in the house. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. Energies transfer. Right. I, I can't do a whole bunch of arguing and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Again, forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I can forgive you. We can set that boundary. And moving forward, we need to navigate how we going to. Or figure out how we're going to navigate life with respecting each other's boundaries. And there comes a time where I have to apologize to my parents too. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a mother. <laughs> and um, if you know, you know. I know. And if you don't, here's a small little snippet. My mom is totally old school. Mm-hmm. Period. Old school. Um... It ain't too much you're going to say. Right. <laughs> right. It ain't too much you're going to say. However, um, I think that I am like her most vocal child. Mm-hmm. I have always been. Um, because that's just my personality in general. I am someone who, if you know me, then you know I demand respect because mm-hmm. I'm going to give it to you. But when you become disrespectful... Then I turn it to something else. Um, I just give you back what you gave me times a thousand. Right. Um, do you feel, though, as an adult now that you can be a little bit more vocal with your mom and how you feel? Not saying, you know, coming up here, girl, you hurt my feelings. Uh, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's kind of what I mean by that. Like, yeah. you know what? We talked about this, Ma. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really like how that went. There was a situation where I... Before I moved here, I was still living with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even remember what the conversation was about, but it was something that my mom said and how I felt dismissed. Mm. Because again, you know, you tell me, oh, I can come talk to you. You can talk to me about anything, you know. Oh, we're, that's a setup. Exactly. <laughs> we're, we're like the best of friends any other time. But when I needed you during a mental health crisis, yeah. you know, I felt dismissed. Mm-hmm. And that was a huge problem. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I really think that I not really stood up to my mom, but more like stood up for myself. Did you not feel as if your feelings were valid? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I Exactly how I felt. So like Tiffany said, we have to learn first. I feel like we have to learn how to set the boundaries for ourselves. Learn Well, first of all, learn to forgive properly. Mm-hmm. Set the boundaries for ourselves and navigate life after we've set those boundaries. Before we can properly and fully teach our children how to do so. Mm-hmm. And um, with me and my mom, we always used to clash so bad. Mm-hmm. And I think we clash so bad because I literally am like, I'm her. Mm-hmm. Um, in so many ways. Um, but now that I'm an adult, um, we talk a lot more and if we don't agree with what each other's saying Mm -hmm. or something that each other has done, if you know my mom, she going to tell me right then or she going to tell whoever right then. It don't even, it ain't necessarily got to be just me. Mm -hmm. She going to tell you right then, like, nah, I ain't with it. 
Right. I don't like it. Right. You not going to change my mind. I'm grown. <laughs> I ain't got to be around it. And I ain't got to have it around me. Right. I know how to go this way. You can go that way. She's like that. Period. Now me, when I'm talking to her and it's something that, you know, we don't agree upon. Mm-hmm. It could be like, girl, I know you ain't going to like what I said, but... <laughs> I'm going to say it anyway because right, we're talking. We're right. having a conversation. So I have to make sure I throw that little thing you in there. You got to put that disclaimer oh, Yeah, we're Look, having a conversation. What I'm about to say next. I'm not being disrespectful, <laughs> but we just having a conversation. Here right, we are. Right. So, yeah, I do think that as an adult, um, she respects my opinion mm-hmm. a lot more than what she would have when I was 15. Right. And I also look at her side of things mm-hmm. totally different than when I was 15. Right. So here's another question that I want to ask. So do we, is there a difference between having a relationship with a mom as a daughter and having a relationship with a mom with the son? Does that make sense? Like, Oh, it's totally different. Right. So like with your son, you know that your son is pretty much going to come and keep it 100% real with you. Girl, trick it. Tell my mama anything. And everything is fine. And she's all right. Mm Mm-hmm. But honestly, so for me, y'all know, I always joke about my brother and how he is a mama's boy. (laughs) But I will say that when it comes down to it, I am a mommy's girl and a daddy's girl. Like both of my parents, I'm telling you, I'm really close to them. That's probably a little bit unhealthy. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But no, seriously, I'm very close to both of them. And I really feel like though, that I am the, the odd one. Because I feel like I am more open and vocal with my mom. Mm-hmm. I mean, I tell the lady everything. There's nothing that I could say that would probably shock either one of my parents. Okay? I am definitely the free-spirited child. I tattooed it across my back. Okay? Free spirit. Nothing that I can say that's shocking at this point. Um, But I really feel like I can tell her anything. However... I think, and this is just me being honest, I think my brother would get forgiveness quicker than I would. I can see that. (laughs) And that is not at all bashing my mom. She knows how I feel. (laughs) We will talk about this later. She ain't on the live, but before the the episode drop, I'm going to have a conversation with my mama. But you have... (laughs) Whitney, don't even. Don't you even. But... I can say for sure, yes. But <laughs> I'll speak for my my mom's household. Listen. Trent is, if you know Trent, then you know Trent is like, literally can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. He does wrong, but he literally. In, in, in the eyes of the law. Okay. <laughs> he literally is my mom's good child mm-hmm. respectful makes good grades does whatever she asks he doesn't back talk um none of that he is like the perfect child even though you know he's not perfect mm-hmm. um but if you put him if I took myself back and I was 17 and you know my 17 <laughs> 
a seventeen. We're not, we're not gonna talk about it. To Trent seventeen. Yeah. So even Lex seventeen. My mom would forgive Trent faster. And I just think it's that relationship that moms have with their sons, and just like dads with their daughters. But then again, I don't know because dads are really, really, really strict when it comes to those girls. Sometimes. Yeah. My yeah. daddy tries to be strict, but. Look who we calling now. <laughs> yeah. I love you, pops. But anyway, like it's 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 tough. Um, Tiffany, I feel that for for me, no, laugh out loud. I'm just happy to have a blood relative that no one can take away from me. I'm telling you, Lennox is a whole <coughs> different kind of love, and he's perfect. And Sloan is the opposite. I wouldn't change him. <laughs> I feel you. Um. I don't know, though. Like, being a mom of a daughter, Summer's not really a bad kid. She's good. She's just very unique. Mm-hmm. You aren't a bad kid. Thank you. Say that one more time in the mic. A little louder. I don't think that you... Well, I will... Say, say it louder. Uh-uh. Yeah. Don't take it back now. Mm-hmm. Say it louder. <laughs> I don't think... I don't think that you were a bad kid because we hung together and I wasn't a bad kid. We're going to talk about that offline. <laughs> I was misunderstood. <laughs> I believe I was the friend that everyone... But go back to Irish. Can you go to Irish's Let comment? Let me see. Irish. I yeah. used to think this all the time. So, um, let me read the comment real yeah, quick. So Irish says, I feel like my mom has high expectations when it comes to me versus my brother's. I, I agree. I used to feel like <laughs> I got treated a little bit different. Because, first of all, I'm the guinea pig. Because you're the first kid. I'm the first. I'm even the first out of my dad's children, even though it's only been only, it was only four months in between. It's okay. I'm still the first. But I felt like I was like the guinea pig. And being the guinea pig, I felt like. I went through like the trial and error, mm-hmm. and so when my other siblings came along, it was like now I'm what here. to do and what not to do. Yeah, now I'm here, <laughs> and my mom, I feel like she expects so much out of me mm-hmm. that I just couldn't give sometimes. Right. <laughs> but not that I couldn't give it; I just didn't do it because I was just that girl. Right. Um. But yeah, Irish. I do think that. Um, I like that, Tiffany. So, Tiffany says, Cherie, you've always been one of my favorite people because I knew I never had to apologize for being me. And I can literally say the same exact thing. Um, And and that goes to to (laughs) forgiveness. You know, like, I have never... Now, Cherie and I have been through some stuff, okay? However, I've never felt like I had to apologize for being me. Even when I was sensitive, even... Okay, first of all, she used to say that I had dog hair because of the way my hair felt. And I used to get in my feelings about it, but we never <laughs> talked about it. <laughs> okay. It was. But, okay. Like, you know how to laugh? We're going to talk about this offline. Anywho, but I really feel the exact same way. I've never had to apologize. Even when we had disagreements, mm-hmm. we literally talked it out. Thank you, Tiffany, because she a dog, right? 
I can't, I, I don't understand. But we literally would talk it out and move past it. But I never felt like I could not be me with her. Mm-hmm. Which is why over 20 years later, gosh, mm-hmm. it's probably been longer than 20 years, maybe. How old were we in the fifth grade? How old are you in the fifth grade? Nine. Ten. I was nine. Because you know I'm younger than y'all. True. Yeah. True, true, true. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? So like, hey girl, Zane is here. Um, if you want to join on the video, you can. If not, we're actually gonna wrap it up in a minute because I literally have one more last question to bring it all home. But to go back to that, over twenty years later, that's why we are still friends because I've never had to apologize for being me. Mm-hmm. And we understand and have a a level of forgiveness with each other that we, and, and grace, mm-hmm. grace and forgiveness go hand in hand. Hey, Tiffany. Yeah. Um, so <coughs> I think I just saw one more good comment from Simone and then I'm going to ask my, I can't find. Okay. Let me, um, figure out how to bring you on boo. So we're going to bring Zane on who was our original guest. Can you add Want her to Yeah. Sharia is going to add you Zane. I think. It's at the bottom. I think this one, the face. We in here trying to figure it out, y'all. Please forgive us. Here she is. Yep, here she is. Um. So while she's adding Zane to the um to the live, Simone says, and my mom used to tell me when I had my baby girl to teach her to always look out for her older brothers, and I said, Nah, <laughs> you gotta do it a little differently this time around. Or we're going to do it a little differently this time around. They can look out for each other, but it being her responsibility because she's the girl is a hard no for me. That's super important. Um, hey, girl. What was that? Mm-hmm. We dropped the stage. Um, hey, honey. This is Zane, everybody. Um, she was fighting that Georgia traffic. You're on mute, Zane. <laughs> She was fighting the Georgia traffic, um, but again, we are all mommies here, and we understand life, life. Um, it also looks like she's parenting as we speak, so we're going to let her do her thing, and we'll go from there. But um, what's funny, Simone, is that you actually grew up down the street from me and my brother, is that I was the big sister, little sister. Um, and so we, you got to navigate that a little differently sometimes when your personalities are different. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I agree with you. Now I don't have to worry about my child looking out for her younger Mm -hmm. siblings because there will be none from me anyway. Hi, honey. Hello girl. We're wrapping it up. Zane, I'm actually going to pose this question to you being that you're late. Um, So we, you know, again, we've been talking about forgiveness, how we navigate forgiveness, how we teach our children for forgiveness or teach our children about forgiveness. So for you, do you think that your relationship with your parents, if, are your parents around? You have a relationship with them? Okay. I'm sorry. I, I didn't think to ask that. Do you think that your relationship with your parents and asking your parents for forgiveness and accepting forgiveness from your parents makes it difficult for you as a parent yourself to teach your children about forgiveness and accepting forgiveness from them and apologizing to them. Okay, so first I want to apologize to my 
girl, you are fine. You are fine. But, yes. Um, I have... Oh, and let me introduce myself. A lot of people think my name is pronounced Zane. It's actually pronounced Jeanne. Jeanne, I'm so sorry. It's fine. It's the way it looks. I blame my daddy. I'm like, look, I understand your infatuation with that R&B group, baby, but it has caused me trouble. Jeanne, <laughs> okay, okay, I like it. Okay, thank you um, for the clarification, girl. You're so welcome. But yes, I have definitely, over my last, uh, I've been developing my relationship and my walk with Christ now um, on a, you know, on a relational, personal type um, level mm-hmm. for the last, like, uh, my baby is eight, but should be eight, so about the last nine years. Um, I had to realize that a lot of the, uh, a lot of my hurts and traumas were deep seated and rooted in unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, when I became a mom, I realized a lot of my um, perceptions about life and motherhood was inc- was um, inaccurate. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned about myself that I judged my mom a lot. Um, for ways I felt like she raised me not knowing that she only fed me out of the bucket she was fed out of. Mm-hmm. So she didn't have the um, some of the necessary tools that I felt like I needed, you know, when I was being raised as a child. Um, and in that judgment, it caused me to make some of the same mistakes um, that I felt like was made towards me, I made, you know, with my kids. Absolutely. So I had to learn how not only to forgive my mom for what I felt like I didn't receive, but I had to learn how to forgive myself. Amen. Yeah. I had to forgive myself for not knowing. Um, I had to forgive myself for not understanding. I had to forgive myself for judging. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel I have learned that everything I judge, I everything I judge in people, mm-hmm. I find in myself. Which is why the scripture goes, how can you see the speck in your brother's eye, but you don't see the log in your own eye? Hello, somebody. So, because you can only see it because it's very familiar. See, we don't recognize things that are not familiar. The, you know the old saying that our grandparents used to say, kindred spirits know each other? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that works in the good and in the bad. Yes. <laughs> kindred spirits really do know each other. Um, so, I had to come to a place of just really acceptance forgiveness you know like i said i had to ask for forgiveness from my mom because i judged her but then also receive forgiveness from christ because of the (coughs) things that i've done Mm -hmm. um and it helped me you know teach my kids forgiveness um and i had to come to a place because i don't come from a family that apologizes to children right for when they're wrong because just because you've grown in age don't make you right about everything and that exactly not mean that you know everything so you know there's been times where i've had to apologize to my kids maybe because i didn't respond in an appropriate manner um i responded out of my frustration mm-hmm. i've responded out of my emotions which i'm big on doing girl um, i've responded out of being tired out of being mm-hmm. irritable out of being uh, almost late on an assignment, and I just need you to stop talking so I can finish right. and focus. Been <laughs> there. Uh, <then> <laughs> um, I've had to learn uh, that forgiveness works both ways, and when it comes to like forgiving like uh, other people, I had to realize that when I don't forgive, it only empowers. It only only 
gives them more power over me. Mm-hmm. Because they live in their life stress-free, carefree, while I'm over here soaking. Right. I, which is something we talked about earlier exactly that was in the beginning of the call um is that we have to learn how to forgive even when it's not we feel like it's not it's not needed because it end up it not only does it make us emotionally sick it can take a toll on you physically as well Mm -hmm. so yeah Mm -hmm. that's that's definitely important and i definitely can relate to you when you said um apologizing to our children when we don't respond in the in the manner that we should or again when we put them off you know in this world so when we grew up it was a different time but in this world we have to change our mindsets and the way that we do things now I will be the first to say that I struggle with that myself because again I didn't get that growing up I didn't get that growing up. You know, me and Cherie both said, and some of the other moms in the chat, we didn't grow up like that. So it's kind of mm-hmm. hard to be like, ugh, kind of like Mike Epps and Friday or, yeah. or Friday after next or whichever one it was when he said, I'm trying to be see what that's like. <laughs> you know, <Okay>. like, <laughs> I don't know what that's like. <laughs> so again, I feel like I'm young. Friday I'm sorry. Yeah, Friday after next. <laughs> All of them run together. You know, they're my favorite movies. But anyway, well, some of them, three of them. But seriously, though, like, and this is another episode because it all ties in together, which is how I came up with these episodes. One thing feeds off the other, but it's breaking those generational curses, breaking those things that we're used to. Um, When you know better, you do better. Right. And the name of that episode is how did I even get here? Like, how did I get to this point where now I'm trying to break away from what I'm used to to what? To get to where I'm going. To get to where I'm going, exactly. Like, how did I get to this crossroad? And how do I pick which path I need to take? And at the end of the day, it needs to be the path to make sure that our children are protected. So if that means biting the bullet and apologizing, then that's what we might have to do. I had to to come over here to my bookcase, y'all, because I had a book that I believe serve all people well. This is the book. This the, is called Why You Do the Things You Do. Y'all hear that? Why You Do the Things You Do. Y'all, when I tell y'all this book, we did it. Um, we did it. Uh, we have this session at church called Group. And mm-hmm. um, it's a place where we come together and uh, talk about um, traumas, wounds, and things. And, you know, how we can overcome these things so that we don't pass them down to our kids. Right. So you saved I've that always, for me. Okay. You saved that for me. Um, I will bring you on that episode most definitely. <coughs> and we'll kind of dig into that, especially since you have that experience and you went through that group. The book, the book it, it really, it really did a lot. It, it opened up um, a place in my heart that I had shut off. Yes that I had completely did away with. I didn't want to talk about it. Um, but in reading this book, the little girl in me was healed. Is she still going through a process of mm-hmm. healing? But baby, when I tell you for once I I let her I let her feel. Right. I didn't try to stuff her down. And this book, this book has done it for me. Okay. I recommend anybody read this book and read it 
one, I always read books. I pray before I start reading the book and ask the Holy Spirit to illuminate whatever I need to apply to my life in this season of my life. Amen. But this book, y'all, I took my time. We took our time going through. I think we went through it the entire COVID. We went through this one book. We unpacked every piece of package that there was in here. Right. And y'all, when I tell you this book, it really did a lot. For well, me. we going to let you, we going to get a group going in the mommy group and you going to lead this group, okay? <laughs> but well, no, seriously. But that is super important because, again, to kind of, because we are, we're pushing on time, y'all. This is what I love about us. We talk. And this is this is what the purpose is. But um, the most important part about forgiveness is we have to learn how to forgive ourselves and our shortcomings and how we let ourselves down before we can fully be effective and, and function properly and, and forgive. Tiffany, um, we have a couple of Tiffany's on here. Hauser, right? Is that my family? Who's are? Who's are? I'm so sorry, Tiffany. Um, for me, I full, I never fully understood the love that God had for me until I had my kids because at that moment I knew what love really was, and that is absolutely true. And that love that God has for us kind of heals us, and and helps us to get to that point of forgiveness because there, I really believe that if we don't have forgiveness, it's hard, or if we don't forgive. As hard as it really is, we cannot fully move on and function through life the way that we need to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. I would say this last thing before we end. Mm-hmm. I want to say this. Um, it's vitally important mm-hmm. to forgive even when they're not sorry. Yep. We talked about that earlier. We really did. It is very important to forgive even when they're not sorry, because I even made another point to sometimes the best closure is no closure at all. We don't necessarily have to seek conversations. We don't have to, we don't need to try to figure out what happened. We forgive again, set those boundaries and move on. This one. This is another one. Success in from, from the inside out. From inside, yes. And in this book, the thing that is very important in this book, she said, the why is not redemptive. <coughs> Knowing why someone did something or said something is not redemptive. Because even with knowing why they did it, it still does not take away from the hurt and the damage that they caused. Right. And like Tiffany just said, the sorry isn't always for them. It's for ourselves most of the time. And that is very true. Yep. That is very true. Um, ladies, we have had an amazing time. I do appreciate for, um, everyone for listening again. This is our first live recording episode. So we have been recording this episode. This will be available, um, on the Spotify podcast page. I will have all the information posted. Um, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram. I'm trying to get the TikTok going. Um, Again, follow us on social media. There are events, there's giveaways, there's all types of fun things. Um, I am Isha, your host, and I have my co-pilot here, Cherie, with me, and Miss Zane. Thank you so much for joining us, even though it was we was tardy, but girl, we are mamas, so don't worry about it. I will yeah. definitely be... Um, praying for everybody. I appreciate everybody. Thank you so much. Um, and until we meet again, ladies, have a good night.